Welcome back. My name is Steve, the founder of English and Go. Today, I'd like to talk about how to use English in negotiations. Raphael asked me to explore this topic some weeks ago. So, Raphael, this one's for you. In some ways, a negotiation, N-E-G-O-T-I-A-T-I-O-N, or what the Germans call Verhandlung, is a lot like regular conversation. However, there are key differences, and that changes the words, phrases, and overall approach that can and should be used. A normal conversation is a chance for two or more people to talk to each other and share ideas. There are business conversations, social conversations, and even conversations with people you just met. Some people like to talk more, while others prefer to listen. Still, at the end of each conversation, ideas were shared and topics discussed, but there usually was no set objective, O-B-J-E-C-T-I-V-E, or goal in mind. Conversations can end because time runs out or you run out of things to talk about. There is one other thing to remember, though. After any conversation, the people have their own ideas or impressions of how it went. Some may be satisfied, others less happy. But the thing to remember is, they do not share their impressions. This means you can leave a conversation feeling like it went well, but they might leave it thinking it went poorly. However, they won't tell you that, because there is usually no endpoint or goal to conversation. Negotiations are different. The speakers do share their impressions, their likes and dislikes, and whether they are satisfied or not. This is because there is an objective or goal in mind with negotiations. Negotiations are conversations where both sides have things they want and need and must work together to get them. This is not easy, and often people's feelings can get involved. This makes negotiations much more open, but also much more difficult. For this reason, the language used in negotiations is a little different. Being polite, P-O-L-I-T-E, is essential. Using words like please and thank you are much more important in negotiations. Each side should take care to make the other side understand that they are working together and respect the other side's position. As an example, I respect your position and thank you for explaining it so clearly. Please understand that we do not see it the same way, but we hope we can reach a compromise on some of these points. If one side does not feel respected, there is very little chance of the negotiations being successful. Therefore, it is essential that both sides are polite and show respect to the other side clearly and often. Which brings us to the next important element, 
being clear. Clarity in negotiations is vital. No agreement can be reached if people do not understand what is being talked about. One way to help this is by restating the other's position by using phrases like, if I understand you correctly, or just to be clear. Another option is the phrase, I think I see, which allows the other side to listen more closely and correct any misunderstandings. For example, if I understand you correctly, your company does not want to pay for on-site maintenance for one year. Of course, sometimes what the other side wants, we cannot give. This is where phrases such as, I'm sorry, or unfortunately, can be very helpful. Unfortunately, we do not think that solution is workable because of the costs involved. These phrases connect to the next part of negotiations, and that is taking responsibility. Each side must be able to state their positions and also why their position is important. For example, my responsibility is to make sure that we reach an agreement that my company can accept. Your current offer is not in line with that, and clearly we still have some work to do. Another example would be, We seem very far apart on this. Perhaps we can find a middle ground that we can both agree with. So far, we have explored negotiations where both sides are roughly equal, but that is not always the case. In some situations, one side has a clear advantage over the other. This makes the stronger side less willing to give ground and places the weaker side in a very tough position. Fortunately, there is a way to make this work and that is called concession. C-O-N-C-E-S-S-I-O-N A concession is where something is given to one side to make the negotiations easier. For example, we are willing to give you six months of on-site service after we install the machine. But after six months, on-site service will be at the usual rate. Concessions can be very effective. By giving the other side something that they want, it makes them feel better and can be seen as a quick win in the negotiations. However, that does not mean that concessions should be offered quickly. Usually, negotiators will try to reach an agreement without using concessions and only offer them if the negotiations reach a sticking point. Another tactic used in less equal negotiations is the public statement. While the text of the final agreement may be close to equal, one side may be asked to make certain statements or to agree to particular sentences that they may not really like.
This can be another type of concession where one side needs to look good in order for the agreement to be approved. For example, after long and productive negotiations, it is agreed that Company X will be solely responsible for all on-site maintenance for the next six months at their expense. This example uses the concession I gave earlier, but it makes it sound expensive and difficult for Company X. Another tactic is to use the word settlement. This word makes it seem as if one side has won the negotiations. Company X has agreed to our settlement. We have a new agreement that satisfies our interests. Now that you know a little bit more about the tactics and language of negotiations, you can apply this knowledge to a larger context. You can look more closely at what statements are made after political negotiations. If you do so, you may be able to spot concessions, settlements, and public statements after an agreement has been reached. Again, my name is Steve, the founder of English and Go, an English language teaching company located in Osnabrück, Germany. And I hope you enjoyed this short podcast about negotiations. If you would like to suggest any topics or you would consider having English or consultations via FaceTime, Skype, or Zoom, please feel free to leave a comment or fill out the contact form on our website, www.englishandgo.de, and click the word contact.